you have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 6 Speed Running. You have 19 new messages. Tuesday, the 1st of August at 11:06 a.m. Hey David, uh, it's probably better that I didn't get you. I can um, just set this up without you interrupting me constantly. Um, so we've got our next speedrunning pick. It is a game that I love very deeply uh, and have a history with, uh, and it is the game GURP, G-I-R-P, uh, developed by Bennett Fuddy, genius of our times, and ex-member of Cut Copy, and maker of games like Quop, and getting over it with Benny, Bennett, <laughs> Benny Fuddy. Bennett Fuddy. Uh, GURP was released in 2011. Uh, I remember it well. I lived in Copenhagen at the time, and I took it pretty seriously. Tried to get good at it. Um, but after getting pretty competitive about it, somebody posted a time on Twitter that was so unbelievably better than anything I had approached that I kind of gave up. So I'm looking forward to ungiving up and seeing if I can go a bit faster than I could back then. Uh, I should say it's a really hard game. It's hard to even finish. Um, so good luck to us both, uh, even getting to the top, let alone setting records. Uh, so it's a game about rock climbing. I guess GURP being like kind of a bit like grip. And the rock climbing in Bennett Foddy fashion is very both awkward and kind of realistic. So the holds on the wall, the cliff that you're climbing up, are mapped to your keyboard. So you press and hold down a keyboard to have your climber reach for a specific hold. And if their hand gets over it, they hold on while you're holding the key. And if you let go of the key, they let go. And you can do this with two hands. So you can hold down two keys at a time. And then there is a third um, thing you can do uh, other than hold a grip with each hand, which is you can flex your muscles. And that causes uh, one or both arms to kind of tense up. Uh, which can propel you upwards, depending on whether you do it properly or not. That can let you grab a higher uh, grip or hold up on the wall, and so it goes until you reach the top. There is a seagull. Look out for the seagull, David. Um, there are no times for this game on speedrun.com, but there are speedruns posted on YouTube, and the fastest one I found, uh, not doing deep, deep research, but it's incredibly fast, 2 minutes and 59 seconds and a bit to get to the top. I will be pleased to get under 10 minutes, uh, and let's just kind of let's just kind of see how it goes. Um, so enjoy climbing the wall. Uh, try not to smash your keyboard. Maybe buy a couple of extras just in case. See you, man. Tuesday, the 1st of August at 11:30 a.m. Hey, this is a message for Pippin Bar. This is David. Um, happy August 1st. Pippin, and happy book launch day, Pippin. And also happy belated uh, congrats on becoming chair of your department. We never get a hold of each other, but we sure are marking a bunch of milestones, life moments. Um, so GURP, uh, excellent pick. Today I learned that Bennett Foddy was in Cut Copy. <laughs> Don't know how I didn't know that, but you learn something every day. And watch for seagulls is good advice because I once had a seagull steal um, uh, egg sandwich from my hands in San Francisco in the Embarcadero. Uh, more on that later, but 
mainly in 2023, I'm shocked that something Flash still exists and is accessible. I'm not sure if, um, you know, the version we're playing on Bennett's website is a Flash-based one, or if this is something else under the hood. Maybe you could speak to that and whether that matters for our purposes. Uh, otherwise, I had never played it until this morning. Uh, Wikipedia says this is something like Twister for the Fingers, and best I can tell, that description originated not from Wikipedia, but somewhere else. So kudos to whoever coined that. That's a good way of putting it. And uh, in the last 20 minutes or so that um, I played it for the first time and uh, promptly failed to climb anywhere, I think I can say that this is uh, Reach Exceeds Your Grasp, 2000. Um, so, uh, yeah, you start off on a ladder and there are typewriter keys above you on the cliff face. It sort of reminds me of those typing tutorials games. Um, and the idea here is you press the key and you latch onto it in theory. Uh, you can also reach for ones that are higher up above you and wind up grabbing ones that are closer to you that you didn't intend, like hit J and instead you get B. Uh, but it's all sort of scattered randomly, and I think it's meant to sort of twist up your brain uh, pretzel-like, or I was going to say maybe egg sandwich-like, something that seagulls like, um, so that it's sort of not as intuitive as it would be, you know, on home row. And uh, based on the little bit I played, it seems like the name of the game is also about harnessing momentum. Another thing I can add is that I saw there's also Mega GURP, which was built for festival use by a game developer named Douglas Wilson. I think there's a multiplayer version in, that relates to this, but instead of using the keyboard in Mega GURP, you can play on four dance pads. Uh, so you sort of, you can play Twister for your whole body. What a concept. I don't know if anyone's done that before. Um, okay, well, I look forward to getting extremely frustrated and discussing this very calmly with you, Pippin. Bye, man. Wednesday, the 2nd of August, at 1.39 p.m. Hey, David. Yep, I'm gurping now. I've been gurping a little bit every day, which is just as the doctor prescribes. Um, it's originally a Flash game, as you said, but it, the one that we're playing on Bennett's site is an HTML5 remake, um, so re recoded into JavaScript by... Uh, what looks like a mini games aggregator or something called Pokey. So they they took the time to port the game into something that's uh, playable on the whatever contemporary web. Uh, thank you to them. And Megagurp, yeah, that's a funny that's a funny memory. I was around um, because Doug um, Douglas Wilson was in Copenhagen at the IT University of Copenhagen at the same time as Rila and me. And he put Megagurp together uh, while we were there. And, you know, in the heat of all of this GURP competition <laughs> that I was talking about where Doug was um, trying to stoke a rivalry between uh, me and I now remember uh, Alan Hazelden, uh, who incidentally made my favorite, well, one of my favorite games of all time, which is called Shit Snake, uh, which you should look up. Uh, but Alan immediately outclassed me. Um, he's got a time, you know, close to three minutes on YouTube, uh, whereas I don't remember ever finishing the game faster than, I, I honestly don't know, I think probably either 12 minutes or 8 minutes, those are the numbers that kind of jump out at me, multiples of 4, I'm sure that means something. Um, but yeah, one of the things that this is making me think as I look at the YouTube runs in an attempt to understand how a good climber climbs is 
we could and should go on to speedrun.com and start the GURP um, game page and post those videos since they, you know, they are there for posterity and credit them to the various runners so that there is an official list uh, for, until time immemorial of uh, people who are fast at climbing up rock walls um, despite a seagull. Uh, it does mean that we'll probably be last on the uh, the scoreboard when we come to it, but you know that's okay. It's a small price to to pay for building a community. Years and years too late. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, I'm I'm climbing my first sort of serious attempt where I got some some momentum going. I got 64 meters, which I thought wasn't that great, but it, it turns out that the top is at about 72 meters if you're counting. So I wasn't far off. Um, and then I managed another run just yesterday where I did finish. Uh, but it did take me 14 minutes and 5.7 seconds, so I'm miles and miles and miles off a good time. Um, but it's at least underway, and my next step is to, I guess, to just play a bunch more and get a feel for that weird, swingy, muscly body uh, that we both share. Um, it's very intimate. How about you? Um, climbing? Are your, your muscles aching? Um, is your brain hurting? How do you feel about that seagull? Wednesday, the 2nd of August, at 2.32 p.m. Wednesday, the 2nd of August, at 2.59 p.m. Every day, in every way, I'm gurping, and getting better, and better slowly, but surely. Every climb I make, I'm learning and growing through life's highs, lows. With each foothold gained, I gain insight, courage, and wisdom, my constant guide. The summit may seem distant, obscured by clouds, but step by step, I'll conquer these shrouds. On the cliffs I stand, a daring ascent awaits. The wind whispers secrets, it navigates. There's just a little poem for you about Gerb Pippin from me, David, on this day of our game thing anniversary. Um, so I've been playing GURP for a while, although you don't have much to show for it <laughs> in putting the time in. Uh, so far, my personal best is 19.4 meters, so I have a ways to go uh, before I get to the top, and that's just sort of the deal with speedrunning, right? Is like, you gotta go through once first, before you figure out how you go through quicker. Um, I do find myself wishing it was possible to telegraph to the game, hey, no, I meant to grab that spot with the other arm. Um, but overall, you know, I mean, I think this is standard fare for, uh, I mean, I've played Quop before. That's a little bit different, but sort of the same thing. Uh, but overall, you know, there's a deceptive simplicity here of just a series of questions about, like, what if the game world isn't on your side? What if gravity isn't on your side? What if climbing <laughs> is as hard as we know it really is? Uh, what if I could do any pull-ups? Um, you know, it's a tough game, and it's meant to be a tough game, and eventually it pushes you to this place where you have to actually take some risks, you have to actually take some leaps of faith, um, and just continue to pull yourself up. And I actually, you know, I appreciate the seagulls. I wonder if they're a bit of a red herring. I wonder if, um, 
you know, if there are signs of where to go or if they're telling you to not go up that way. I also wonder if in GURP, like, is it a bit like chess where, like, your first move dictates the outcome of the game? Um, and I guess just since this is so filled with, with questions, I mean, as you're playing, Pippin, like, what sort of questions are popping through your head as far as, like, the mechanics of mastery here? Like, what do you find yourself telling yourself you have to get better at other than just do what you're doing more quickly? Uh, also, bonus question, you know, are you listening to music while you play? Uh, what's your sort of preferred soundtrack for this uh, particular <laughs> fun torture that the game offers? All right, bye, man. Thursday. The 3rd of August, at 4.32 p.m. Hi, David. Um, let's talk about the seagull. Uh, it's the only other character in the game, um, outside the climber, and I guess if you want to call the cliff a character, you also could do that. You might want to call Bennett Foddy a character, too, since he's very implicitly present. And the seagull, I mean, as far as I can tell um, from the playing that I've been doing now and, and back when I played it, when it came out, it's purely an antagonist. I don't think it helps in any way. Uh, and I get the impression, and I could, I suppose I could read the code, and maybe I will, um, that its main objective is to land on the grip that you most want to grab next. <laughs> uh, and what happens if it lands on a grip, it also disables that grip, so you can't even reach for it. You've got to somehow kick the seagull off by swinging around um, until it goes. Um, and I think that's all that it's doing. It's just trying to be in your way. And it's not just that it lands on the grips, but also when it's flying around, if it bumps into your body anywhere, uh, it completely ruins your momentum and, and, and does weird things. Sometimes you can use it to your advantage. It actually propels you upwards, but mostly it just messes things up, uh, both when it's flying and when it's landed. Uh, so the, the most important thing with the seagull is to try to either go so fast that it never lands on the grip that you need, uh, or sometimes it will land um, strangely far away from you and you can climb up for a while before it comes to get you again. And I've actually started wondering if in the pro runs, one of the things that they're doing is kind of faking out the seagull AI by pretending to reach for a grip to make the seagull think that's what they want to do, but then they actually get a different one. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I'm getting a bit superstitious about the seagull. Uh, and an alternate theory, by the way, with these pro these pro climbers is... I wonder if sometimes they reach for a grip they don't intend to grab in order to uh, kind of affect their momentum and create the right sort of swing uh, for the, a move that they're trying to make. I really don't know. There's a lot of uh, very finely detailed technique in this game as you as you get more advanced. Um, but yeah, just to wrap up, by the numbers, um, I've since done a 12 minutes, 24 second run, which I mean, there's nothing to write home about, but it is faster. I think I'm getting better at the game. Uh, I also fell at the very, very end of what would have been a nine-minute run, uh, but that doesn't count. There's a bit right at the top where you have to let go of a grip and then catch um, another grip uh, to the left of it. I think I've already talked about that. Anyway, I missed that um, and fell. Um, and one thing I found out is that the seagull, uh, you win by grabbing this, this gift box at the top of the cliff. Uh, if you don't get there fast enough, the seagull takes it. And that has happened to me as well. Um, so yeah, questions I think for me are around Seagull AI and what on earth the pro players are doing. Friday, the 4th of August 
at 2.15 p.m. Having watched a couple of videos um, on YouTube of uh, players hitting a mark of about three minutes, um, and some change, it's closer to three minutes than it is to four, some of the best players on earth, but these are also 11 years ago. Um, what are they doing? They're being extremely reckless, which I think is... Uh, on the other end of all this sort of building of muscle fiber with this game, like I've been thinking, I think it, I think it maybe is a uh, uh, military expression. This this expression, uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, and I think I think more than anything else, like what I've been doing, although I haven't climbed as high and I certainly haven't seen the top except for in a couple of speed runs and <laughs> maybe the only jerky thing I've heard in what you said that the sequel does is it steals the present from you. But, you know, if you, if you can't get it after that long, maybe you don't deserve it. Um, I, I, I Like when I first started playing this a couple days ago, like it took me a moment to even figure out what the flex key was and how you have to sort of pull yourself up and indeed you can fling your ragdoll body around and that's sort of a note to solve but meaning to look into around the time all this Ben and Fadi stuff came out was ragdoll physics the thing that was in vogue that was making people both be astounded because uh, it was mainly used to make bodies collapse right after some violent act you did but I think in equal measure it also was making people laugh and this sort of straddles the two of those where I mean as you know you know you're you're forced to think about your movement here quite a bit differently you know it's quirky and there's a lot of timing and there's a coordination that you can't really you can't get your intentionality across um so what it's made me think about more is is there some sort of optimal hand placement <laughs> in playing because it took me to this point only this morning to realize oh the letters are not scattered uh randomly across the the rock face the cliff face so there is like some memorization you can do i don't know if you've done it i still can't beat my personal best from the other day but my personal best the other day was when I was trying the least. I was I was uh, doing something I don't really advocate or try to do in my day, which was I was on my Chromebook playing this while I had the news on in the background. And I guess I don't advocate having the news on in general, but I don't like having my attention split like that. But there's something about playing in that you know, more keyed down mode where I was able to uh, you know get by a bit further. Um, one thing I'll add, there's a comment on YouTube I saw from at clickthecreeper94633 three years ago. They said, GURP is one of those games that even when you do it quickly, it still doesn't look impressive to anyone that doesn't play. So that's definitely true. Bye-bye. Friday, the 4th of August at 3.27 p.m. Hey, David. I am with you on this kind of technical aspect of the game um, really seems like you have to know a lot of very specific details in order to go faster uh, and in fact I've even started dropping off the cliff on purpose sometimes if I feel like my run is substandard which I hope is a sign of progress rather than uh, defeatism um, but I'm getting better at those sort of launch moves where you 
do actually, you know, you're holding a grip, you flex to get some motion, you let go of one grip, you fly through the air, you catch another. Incredibly risky, as you say, because um, it does still feel a little unpredictable whether your your dude is going to grab the other grip, but I'm getting, I think I'm getting better at those, um, doing them sometimes during the run to, to, to make up some time, because it, it definitely um, feels like a key aspect of going faster. And yeah, hand placement is a thing I'm thinking about a lot as well. You're right, um, especially as you get up higher and the grips are sometimes further apart for the more efficient paths. You really do want to often get your hand, especially at the top of a grip, um, to make the next uh, grab even even reachable. Um, but then, yeah, the YouTube commenter is right too, I think, because the game looks <laughs> kind of stupid. Um, despite the fact that it's so intensely skillful and graceful and effortful. Um, and, you know, you and I can appreciate a speedrun because we know how physical it is to play the game and how hard the things that those people are doing really are uh, to do. And I wonder what that is, right? I'm, and I think part of it is, is Bennett Foddy's commitment to sort of the absurdity of physics and ragdolls and joints and the way that game physics engines represent motion. A lot of that stuff in, in fancier games or different games is smoothed out or hidden to give the impression that what you're doing, even if you're bad at the game, is very skillful and professional and smooth. Um, whereas a game like GURP or QWOP uh, just doesn't hide how silly uh, some of the calculations are under the hood, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it kind of feels like GURP, much more than other games, more than something like Mirror's Edge, uh, for example, for me, um, which was a game that was famously like, oh, this is so physical, uh, really underlines and communicates the idea of physical effort uh, and a sort of kinesthetic sense of a body uh, that is not your own, which I think is is neat and, and worthwhile. Um, so I don't know, yeah, my plan is keep practicing. I've been practicing a few times today. I haven't made it to the top today, um, as I said, because I've been kind of giving up on runs rather than um, rather than pursuing them if I feel like they're kind of a failure. Um, thinking about route planning and like what is the what is the best way to get up there is important. Um, there's a sequence in particular where if you if you take some some holds which have larger gaps between them, you can avoid a more difficult and circuitous uh, route. Uh, that clearly seems seems like an important thing to do in a run. Um, how are you dealing with how irritating this game is? Uh, I'm noticing that I sweep my feet around backwards and forwards on the floor as I play uh, in sympathy with the guy, but also just like to to get out some of the physical irritation and frustration that I'm constantly feeling. Friday, the 4th of August, at 3.32 p.m. Hey, I almost forgot. Here's the start of a route you could try. R-T-P-Y-Q-M-A-N-P-E-Q-W-V-Z-P-Y-L-T-V-Q-N-C-Z-E-G-M-A-T, and then kind of take it from there. Friday, the 4th of August, at 3.54 p.m. Friday, the 4th of August, at 5.42 p.m. 
Oh, wow. That's, um, that's super helpful, Pippin, because I was actually going to recommend you try, uh, <laughs> sorry in advance. I was going to suggest you try STFO. Uh, but no, I can report, you know, I still haven't made it to the top. I've made some decent, uh, gains, I guess you could say. You know, I've made it up to 23.6 meters, 23.6 meters, 23.6 meters is now, uh, my record, which is an improvement over where I was a day or two ago. And given the abbreviated fashion in which we're doing speedruns, I think is, uh, I mean, I'm not all the way at the top of the mountain, but it's still, it ain't nothing. Um... How do I deal? I guess I'm so used to it now, and I think there's something to say that, like, what I haven't mentioned in previous messages is, at first when I played, I was very reluctant to even involve both arms in the game. I was very reliant on one arm, and I think I wound up coming back to that a bit. Something I picked up in watching speedrun videos is, uh, it's helpful to swing uh for the position almost directly above you rather than zigzagging that seems to create a lot of momentum and a lot of other uh just movement where you can sort of move from there even though i'm really not by any stretch of the imagination moving quickly uh i don't intentionally dilly dally towards the bottom like you but i've definitely recognized that area towards the bottom is like a pretty nice proving grounds or just a area to get comfortable just destroying this guy's rotator cuffs um and just getting more comfortable sort of trying to you know be a bit more primate like uh shimmying up uh but i have something i can float your way it's sort of an anti-speed run tip but maybe it could be in your capable hands exploited and figure something else on top of it i found if you click into another tab on the browser and then come back to it, even right away, uh, A, you're relieved of having to hold on to the keys you were holding on to because the game is slightly forgiving in this regard where it doesn't make you hold down N and P. Let's say after you unpause, it'll default to having you still holding those two. Of course, if you want to go anywhere else, you have to touch one or the other so you can go somewhere else. Uh, but I also found weirdly, I can't prove it, but I feel like it does something to the gravity where suddenly... Maybe it, like, drops you to less swinging happening, where I found I was able to make certain reaches that I couldn't before, um, you know, while in movement. So I don't know if this actually does anything or not, but I'll say it again, 23.6 meters. I think that speaks for itself. Um, I don't think I'll ever see the top by the time we're done. All right, bye. Sunday, the 6th of August, at 2.24 p.m. Hey big guy, yep, I'm still gurping. I took Saturday off because my rotator cuffs and my fingers were feeling uh, <laughs> a little rough. And I investigated your, you know, go to another tab, back to the tab, restart the game, do you have more power? Could not replicate, have you been able to? Um, I don't know, I'm excited about it if that's a thing, that's like a real speedrunner glitch thing. Uh, does raise the whole question of whether it's legitimate to exit the game and go back in. Uh, but given that there's no, there's no GURP on speedrun.com, I guess we can make the rules and say that it would be legitimate. 
Um, so I'm climbing to the top, falling, climbing to the top, falling repetitively. Um, I keep missing the leap of faith at the top lately so that I'm getting all the way up and then falling all the way down again, uh, which is frustrating, but fine. Um, and two big things to report. One of the things is I did find a, a .swf copy of the game, which I was then able to uh, decompile with a piece of software called JPEX Free Flash Decompiler, version 18.5, uh, which is enabling me to see all of the action script code not obfuscated, so I can read GURP. Um, I haven't learned anything yet, but you know I know that there's a function called drop dead now. <laughs> Uh, the other more salient thing for now is almost as pitiful as figuring out N in that dragon cancer, but not quite, which is you seem to get maximum force in the right direction, usually up, if you press flex and the key you're reaching for simultaneously. Um, I have found that that has given me a ridiculous boost in how high I can fly. Use it wisely. Bye, man. Sunday, the 6th of August, at 6.05pm. So, two things. Sub-things to your two things, which is also one of my one things. Um, I would say the technique I found is not legitimate. Uh, but interestingly, what I was doing after coming back to the tab was doing this trick exactly, <laughs> like you said, flexing, hitting the key and uh, I guess benefiting from the same boost that you're finding. So maybe the tab doesn't do anything, but I know uh, reading... Sorry, I'm on an exercise bike. I'm trying to get into shape for GURP. Um, I read about like some SpongeBob game when we embarked on this season. This was very divisive where someone found if you shake the window, it affects the play. I think... Um, I mean, obviously, we're not the first to speedrun GURP. Um, I think largely what we're still talking about is this narrow lane on the way to in earnest speedrunning, uh, which is just trying to play it decently first. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm building a proficiency. I'm able to make a succession of jumps. I have a feel for the weird gravity and momentum. I've made it to 29.6 meters, which is not bad in, like, playing this game when at first I didn't even understand what what flexing did. Um, so I don't have a ton to report. I mean, I'm going along and I feel like, you know, what can I say about speedrunning until I've actually beaten it and then try to beat that record? I mean, I'm improving. That's something. Uh, also, the more I play, the more I see the back of this shirtless man uh, with his red hair. I keep thinking it's the the dad from, uh, what is it? Wild Thornberries, some old cartoon show. So not super substantive, but putting in the reps, putting on the Ritz, and I'm putting on the GURP. So I'll hear from you. Drop dead is a command. I like that. <laughs> not an insult. It's just in the code. All right, time for me to drop dead. Bye, Pippin. Sunday, the 6th of August. At 8.27 p.m. Hey, well, you know, it sounds like you're almost halfway up the cliff, which <laughs> is not bad for someone who was struggling uh, to 
flex the muscles that pull you upwards. Uh, reminds me a little bit of Kill Bill and Wiggle Your Big Toe. <laughs> Just dangling from a cliff face, trying to will your muscles to contract. Uh, nothing big to report on my end with the new powers of the press two buttons at the same time to get more power. I got up in 10 minutes, 6.4 seconds. That included getting stuck for eons with the seagull unhelpfully sitting on grips exactly where I wanted to go up. Um, and there's this, this sequence which is uh, kind of a shortcut where there's only really one grip that you can go for um, in a sequence upwards. So if you miss and the seagull lands on one, you are in trouble uh, because you have to do that kind of swinging until you flip upside down and your foot kind of kicks the seagull, at which point you've got a very reduced amount of time to then try and also flip yourself up and grab it with a hand before it resettles. Um, suffice to say, I failed to do that for quite some time. It took about three minutes to get up about three grips. Uh, that said, you know, I, I have significant hope of getting under ten minutes, um, and I think on a good day I could probably get up under eight minutes. This is still just nothing compared to three minutes, so... Um, I don't think that I'm going to be setting any records, but maybe I can play it well enough to get it registered on speedrun.com and add the runs of the people who are actually good at it. Uh, beyond that, I have been doing some code study. Um, I was, as I said, able to decompile the code, and I've been looking at its scripts, which are written in ActionScript, which is a language I understand uh, fairly well. And code study has revealed a few things, uh, which I will now report to you. One is that our muscles are actually motors stored in our shoulders and elbows, so we are more machine than man. Uh, make of that what you will. The things that we're grabbing onto are called toeholds. <laughs> I don't know if that's some joke by, uh, by Bennett, that everything you're working with is a toehold uh, when you can only use your hands, uh, or whether maybe the game was at some point meant to include your feet, or whether in fact that is correct, um, whether that's, you know, correct rock climbing nomenclature, and I just didn't know that. Um, in the structure of the files for the game, the game appears to have been called Xeno initially, I assume as in Xeno of Xeno's Paradox, that whole idea of getting halfway to somewhere over and over again, and thus proving that you can never get there, right? Like, to get from A to B, you have to get halfway to B, uh, but then you also have to get halfway from there towards B, halfway from there towards B. I made a game of this myself because I delight in such perversity. Uh, it's nice to see that Bennett does too, it's not surprising. Um, and maybe it was just going to be a totally different game at some point, um, and he just didn't rename it in the code. Uh, the main thing I spent time uh, with and studying was the bird, uh, because the bird, you know, is the, the most fascinating creature in the game, other than our muscly selves. And the bird has a setting called invulnerable. I'm not 100% sure what that is. It might be something to do with whether you can kick it or not, and whether it will respond to being kicked. Uh, so it sort of toggles the setting of being vulnerable or invulnerable, um, which is um, intriguing, sort of something you'd think more of being from a fighting game than a than a rock climbing game, but it's true that you're kind of fighting the bird, so it does also make sense. Uh, but the main thing that I, you know, I, I spent, I mean, not a ton of effort on, but like I spent some time really looking at the bird's um, AI, and in particular trying to understand how it chooses where it's going to go, because it's such a pain in the ass. And there are three places where the bird sets its target with a function called setTarget. 
wall, which is then provided with a specific location on the wall. Uh, there's one where it sets a target, sets a target uh, to just the preliminary grip that it sort of starts out on and waits for you on. And then there are two other situations. One of them is the obvious one, and it's very mean, which is that the bird searches all of the things that you are currently trying to reach for, and if one of those things is the gift at the top of the cliff, <laughs> then it will definitely try and land on that. So one piece of advice from there is when you're nearly at the gift, you should not reach for it until you're sure that you're going to get it, because the bird will otherwise get there, uh, will start trying to get there, and you might lose. And then the other thing is that it is, generally speaking, just trying to get to the grip closest to your head, uh, i.e. the grip that would probably be most useful for you. So, you know... Monday, the 7th of August, at 11.43am. Toe holds. Oh, I know this. I looked it up a while ago, um, in between all the climbing and falling, mainly. Well, no, you spent most of your time climbing than falling. Um... Let's try to be more optimistic here if we can. But uh, no, I was very fascinated by the wording, knowing we would have to be talking about it, because is it footing? Is it foothold? Is it handhold? And I looked it up. Uh, I'm not a professional rock climber. It may shock you to learn, but they're called handholds. And um, a while ago, too, you know, in the same set of discursive uh, internet sleuthing, I can report there's also a thing called palming, which is like using your palm uh, and suction in it as an additional digit. So if you ask me, um, we got off kind of easy here. I think I think Bennett was fairly lenient. Um, you know, not a ton to report. I made it up 44.2 meters last night. No clue what that is in actual American measurement units. I don't know. Let's say 100 feet. <laughs> all comes back to feet. Um, but it occurs to me, you know, in all this talk of speedrunning, and I think we should try to keep a, a, a firm palm on speedrunning here as we sort of, you know, start the process of winding this down and the tape runs out. Um, you don't have to necessarily beat the game to do a speedrun. You can focus on a segment, but I don't know what would make sense because I haven't seen the top. I've only seen it in videos. I mean, maybe do the first third. I'm certainly getting quicker um, I'm hastening my failure here, so that's that's not nothing. <laughs> that's not nothing either, but part of me realized, you know, it doesn't actually matter if I get the gift at the top, when and if I get there. You know, it's I think it's more about the journey, if you will. But I wonder, you know, and you're looking under the hood, how many gifts are even possible? How do you feel when you see those gifts? I saw some of them are rubber grapes, Malibu rum, bird eggs... Obviously, it's jokey-jokey, um, but it's sort of the the climax, right, of the whole thing where, you know, maybe, I don't know if you just step away and come right back, but obviously, uh, it, you know, that that's just what gets you going again once you quote-unquote win. Um, or maybe you just lose very slowly, uh, slower. But no, I wanted this to be an optimistic message. So happy Monday, Pippin. Let's uh, stay on the sunny side of the horrible cliff face that we keep falling down. All right, bye. Monday, the 7th of August, at 2 p.m. Hiya, David. Just popping in quickly to tell you I did manage to sneak in under 10 minutes uh, this morning with a run of 9 minutes and 0 0.4 seconds. So I have reached base camp 1. 
in a perfect world, I still want to get two or under five minutes, which I think would be sufficiently fast if I recorded it to make a case for getting the game up on speedrun.com. Uh, but we are just about out of time. Uh, to answer your more important question, I went into the code of the game, and I can report that there are 149 possible gifts, starting with two carrots and ending with a stick of gum. Uh, some of my favorites are nothing at all, a neck pillow, another box, a cold cup of tea, 23 pogs, and an unspeakable horror. Oh, and a fanny pack, which is great because my one just arrived in the mail today. Bye-bye. Monday, the 7th of August, at 3.08 p.m. Hey, Pippin, it's your friend in gaming, David. And you know, <laughs> you know I am loath to foist a conclusion on something just when we're getting into the thick of it, but this will, by virtue of the limitations of magnetic tape, be my final words on GURP. And... Thinking about GURP, uh, my first thought is, did you know GURP is an anagram for GRIP? And it's it's a dopey conclusion, but I can make it work um, by just simply hanging up now. But I think there's something to GURP and its typo name and what it's about and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping, you can connect dots if I lose sight of it. Um, as far as what it says about speedrunning specifically. So, GURP being a typo, not to overthink it, I think it... I think it highlights the slippery nature of games, of our sense of control in games... And it is all the things we said before, um, but there's a, you know there's a lot of futility in this game too. Like I, I realize like this is a game that teaches you how to speed run it, and I don't know if that's true of all games. Um, not that it's simple, but it's very basic. I don't even know if there's a distinction there, but I mean to say that like there's a purity here to GURP. And playing it is, I suppose, in a way, speedrunning it, because there's really nothing else you can do. Although I like the idea of, say, you get the fanny pack, and then you can use it as a sort of uh, grappling hook <laughs> as you go up the hill. Um, and, you know, this is supposed to be... Let me see, I had it up here on uh, Bennett Foddy's official website... Uh, what he has to say about the game, he says GURP is the sequel to QWOP, which I had played before. I had never played GURP before we started here. And he says that QWOP is a game about climbing a cliff using all the letter keys on your keyboard. And uh, he says it's not as hard as QWOP, but I think you will find it hard enough. And I don't know. Um, I lost my train of thought, but I'm hoping that you can sort of explore and uh, take it home. I guess I just sort of uh, <laughs> just lost my grip. All right. Bye. Monday, the 7th of August at 4 p.m. Monday, the 7th of August at 
9.25 p.m. Hi, David. It's a lovely summer evening here in Montreal, listening to the, the soothing sound of the HVAC, sitting outside on the patio on the sofa where I've sat many times while talking about games uh, with you, kind of, your ghost, your telephone ghost. I tried quite a few times this evening to get a really good run. The best that I could do as of now is 7 minutes and 1.5 seconds. I recorded that one, so I have video, and I'll see if speedrun.com will accept that as a kind of demo of the game and skillful play, and maybe try and get it listed. It's still pretty far away from my personal goal of 5 minutes. Um, but it's not as far off as I was. I started off over 14 minutes, and my current best time is more than twice as fast as that climb, um, just six days ago. Feels like we've been climbing this cliff for a lot longer, at least two weeks. Um, yeah, I don't know how to wrap this up either. I mean, I like that idea of mapping GURP, um, the word, to meanings more than just like maybe just Bennett being funny. Oh, you know, although he's a philosopher and a cut copier, so he's probably not just being funny. I'm sure that there's some stuff going on there. One of the things that it makes me think about, other than, you know, it just sounds silly, like quap, is um, the sense that the letters might be out of order because in GURP you've just kind of got to grab what you can grab and it might not be in the right order um, for your dreams. But you've got to keep trying to climb up the cliff. So if you get GURP, you get GURP. And yet, there's, I think there's just... There's a lot to love about this game. I love simple games like this because of that. I think they give you maybe more space for reflection because they're not kind of crowding your mind uh, with all of their tricks and wizardry. Uh, one of the things I love about this game actually is falling in the water, uh, especially, especially early on. Like, often I'll reset my palette, my climbing palette. I'm sure that's a thing. Uh, by just grabbing the R hold, and then as soon as the guy grabs it, I let go, and he just falls straight down into the water, and it makes this nice kind of soothing, cool splash. Um, looks like he's going to drown, uh, but then he's back again soon enough to climb the ladder again, I suppose. Um, but there's just something really nice about that splash. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's lots of... There's lots of speedrunning stuff going on here. There's clearly, like, this experience of honing your route uh, and eye for detail, just like uh, we saw in Neon White uh, in the preseason. The classic rule, of course, that I'm following here um, of choosing a game that I like to play and have played a lot um, to try and speedrun, which certainly helped me. <laughs> Probably shafted you, I'm sorry. Uh, and one of the things that I'm left thinking about is the whole deconstruction speedrunning question with GURP. Um, you know, I've got access to its source code, and I think about Half-Life 2 and that equation that is being torn apart or kind of taken advantage of by accelerated backwards hopping, and I wonder if there's an equation either in GURP or in the Box 2D physics engine that it uses that, you know, secretly you could do something surprising out there on the cliff. And then the one thing I've been really, really wondering about is could you ride the seagull all the way up
end of messages. Thank you for calling GameFig. For more information, or to leave us a voicemail, please hang up and dial GameFig.life. Goodbye.